Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining and happy Easter. We don't have a reading assignment today, but before we dive in, quick announcement. If you've been following along for Holy Week and using the free PDF guide on the Watermark website, I wanted to let you know that you can grab a full-length Join the Journey journal on Amazon, and we'll put that link in the episode description. That said, let's dive in. It's Easter, arguably the most important day for all of humanity as he is risen. For this episode, I'm going to be pulling content from past Watermark Easter Sunday sermon guides, which you can find at watermark.org. Have you ever noticed how many signs you pass throughout the day? Street signs, construction signs, building signs, directory signs in an office building, aisle markers at the grocery store, and the list goes on. Their purpose? To provide instruction and or point us in a specific direction. When Jesus was on earth, He offered signs as well. Miracles that showed he was who he said he was, God's own son. And that crescendoed with the greatest miracle of all, his resurrection from the dead. Because of his death and resurrection on our behalf, we have the opportunity to be forgiven and made new. When we accept God's gift of grace, he transforms us from death to life. And that is definitely worth celebrating and sharing with others, which is what we do on Easter. Now, for Christian kids, it can be easy to get hung up on the Easter bunny, candy, presents, new, fancier clothes, and egg hunts or family meals. And while those things are fun, they aren't bad, and they add to the celebration, no doubt, they aren't all this holiday is about. Jesus came down from heaven to earth and lived a perfect life. That means he never sinned. Think about it. Are any of us perfect? No. We're all sinners. We all think, say, and do things that don't please or honor God. We're separated from Him and deserve to die for our sins and because of our sin. But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. God loves you. Romans 5, 8 says, But God shows His great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Even though Jesus was perfect, he was arrested and killed on the cross. Then, when it didn't seem like anything good could come out of the situation, God raised him from the dead. On Easter, we still declare Jesus is alive. He is risen. His death paid the price for our sin. And because of Jesus' sacrifice, he offers salvation, which is rescue from the punishment, power, and presence of sin. Rescue from the punishment, power, and presence of sin. When we admit that we are sinners, believe that Jesus died for us, and rose from the grave and confess that he is Lord of our life, we're saved. Romans 10, 9, and 10. We can have eternal life with God. Now let's go a little deeper. One theologian, Herman Bovink, writes this. Jesus received the name Jesus from God himself because he was to save his people from their sins. That's Matthew 1, 21, which reads, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So Jesus will save the people from their sins. That was the plan of the Father. So what's the plan of the Father? To save the people from their sins. Bobbing continues. 
Jesus is the sent one because he did not, like so many false prophets and priests, both before and after him, come in his own name, raise himself up, or take credit for himself. Indeed not. But because the Father so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. Therefore, Jesus was sent. That's John 3, 16. John 3, 14 through 17 reads, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Verse 16, you know it and you love it. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Because God loved the world, he had a plan. The son was sent. Bavink continues, Those then who accept and believe in him are given the right and are qualified to bear the name children of God. John 1, 12. They are born of God. They share the divine nature. They know God in the sight of Christ and his son. They know God in the sight of Christ and his son. When you become a Christian, when you believe in Christ's life, death, burial, and resurrection in light of your identity as a sinner, you're saved. And at the moment of salvation, you receive the gift of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings to completion the plan of the Father accomplished through the Son by acting upon and in us. Now, I didn't make that Holy Spirit definition up. Dr. Oren Martin gave me that definition, so let me say it again. Here's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit brings to completion the plan of the Father accomplished through the Son by acting upon and in us. The Holy Spirit brings to completion the plan of the Father accomplished through the Son by acting upon and in us. And what's God's plan for us? What's, what's his plan for us as his followers? Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We are the image bearers of Christ. As believers, we should be pointing the lost world to the truth of the gospel, the good news of Christ as he is risen. And beyond that, our lives should be marked by the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. We don't manufacture these messages of good news and hope or these godly behaviors out of our own strength. Remember, the Holy Spirit brings to completion the plan of the Father accomplished through the Son by acting upon and in us. Surrendered to the Spirit, believers today have a role to play. Easter is a joyous occasion as we celebrate the new life we have in Christ and His victory over sin and death. Yet it's also an opportunity to point others to Christ, to invite your neighbors, classmates, coworkers, or friends to church, to Easter lunch or dinner, or to the egg hunt your kids are looking forward to. Share the gospel today. Believe God for more. He wants to use you to reach the world with this good news. 
The message of Easter is yes for those who are saved to celebrate. We all need to be reminded of the gift of salvation. We didn't do anything to earn it. But it's also a message of hope our lost world desperately needs to hear. So I'd encourage all of us to spend some time in prayer today asking the Spirit to lead us toward those in our lives who need the Easter message. He is risen. Death is defeated. Hope is available. Life can be found through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's all we've got time for. But as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.